Hi, and welcome to episode uh, 106 of the LDS Study Session uh, with your host, Matthew Roberts. We're going to continue our study of Come Follow Me this week. And if you thought that, yes, the last two days were great, I can't wait for this for today because I've just had so much prompting and feeling about this one. Uh, it's in September 9th to, 9th to 15th, uh, 2 Corinthians chapters 1 to 7, Be Ye Reconciled to God. And I think that this title, whilst this verse or these verses uh, of 2 Corinthians 2, verses 5 to 11, don't mention the phrase, be ye reconciled to God. I think this is such an important principle to help us be reconciled to our Heavenly Father. It's, I receive blessings and bless others when I forgive. This is probably one of the hardest things, I have, have to be honest, that many people struggle with, is forgiving other people. Um, I have struggles with a number of things in my life, and I've had previous struggles with a number of things in my life. This is not one of them. I, I, I don't know what it is. You know, I just seem to... It's one of those things that I've been fortunate with. Uh, whilst I'm, And I'm not saying that I'm great. I have many faults that other people don't, um, and my wife will definitely attest to that. Um, you know, this isn't one of them. But this is one thing which a lot of people seem to struggle with is the ability to forgive us, others. And it's perhaps, perhaps maybe I've not had someone do something so bad that it's been hard to forgive them of that. And maybe I will find that in future life, I do struggle with this. That's the way life goes. Um, so I'll hope to remember this um, episode or this study session when that time does probably come in my life at some point. Now, it seems here in Second Corinthians chapter 2 that there is a man who has done something um, that has caused issues or grief or problems with other people. Um, and in verse is six, verse six it says, sufficient to such a man is this punishment which was inflicted of many. So it sounds like that he's done something and it sounds like he's had a punishment or something has happened and obviously people have been upset by this, by what he's done. Uh, and Paul then issues a very challenging um, invitation to them. He says in verse 7, So that contrarise, ye ought rather to forgive him and comfort him, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up much, but such should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. It sounds like here that he's saying that he they need to forgive him and comfort him, otherwise this person will be overcome with overmuch sorrow. But I also think that he's referring to the individual that does not forgive the person. We know um, you know, example, you know, there are people that go with, that have a grudge for years and years and years, and all that grudge does is inflict damage on themselves. Um, and they seem to feel like, in the moment, and, you know, this is obviously their feelings, so I'm not uh, judging those people, because again, I think that perhaps if I was in a situation that, that they're in, I may well have that same impulse to, to not forgive that person. They are, they're damaging themselves and they're stunting their progress. Uh, in, verses eight, in verse 8, it says, Wherefore I beseech you that you should confirm your love to, toward him. And then in verse 9, this was the real thing that just amazed me. For to this end also did I write, that I might know the proof of you, whether ye be obedient in all things. It seems here that Paul seems to be indicating that one of the reasons that he wrote this epistle to them um, was to was to ensure they forgave this individual so that they were obedient in all things, um, which to me is mind-blowing. Now, obviously, there was many other reasons why he wrote to them. He talked about trials. He talked about other things later on, which we'll be studying in the next week or so. But 
he wrote this also so he could know that they would be obedient in all things. In, in, in like referring to what he has just said, to, in, to forgive someone. Now, this must be a very important principle if Paul wrote this epistle so that he would know if they would forgive this individual. But then he goes on further uh, in verse 11 and gives another reason why they need to forgive him, not just to help them, uh, the individual, feel loved and comforted because we are all children of our Heavenly Father. But he says in verse 11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. He knows, and Paul says, that Satan will get an advantage over the people if they do not forgive this individual. And we know, obviously, the scripture in uh, 3 Nephi 11, where it says contention is, not, is, is of the devil and, and not of God. And it's clear how Satan will get into our hearts if we do not forgive others. You know, it is a great, great um, invitation to us all that we, that we ought to follow. Uh, there was a, a quote by uh, an elder, Robert L. Simpson, uh, who said this, quote, only as we forgive do we earn the right to be forgiven. This is an eternal principle, so taught by the Saviour when he said, for if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you, close quote. Um, of course, when we think back to the, the parables that we studied earlier in the year, there's the parable of the, the man who owed a debt to his master of an of a unpayable amount. And the master said, I forgive you of this debt. That man then went away, found a servant or someone else who owed him a hundred pence or something like that, you know, an amount that is a significantly less uh, than the amount that he owed and ordered that man to pay him his debt. The man couldn't and so he put him in jail and therefore the master required what he had owed previously because he had not been merciful as his master had been. Um, and, you know, this, this is the principle that Elder Simpson is talking here, speaking about here that as we strive to forgive others, then we are made available to be forgiven for what we do, because it is vastly hypocritical if we are wanting our Saviour's forgiveness and our Heavenly Father's mercy uh, in the things that we do, because we do many things wrong, and many people, I'm sure, will be the first to admit that of themselves, but then they do not forgive someone for something that they have done. It is... But sitting here, you know, in my chair at, the, at my dining room table, it is easy to, to sit here and say people need to give others or they can't be forgiven. That's just obvious. But when we're in the moment and someone has really done us wrong and it has torn our family apart or brought us to the end of our career, you know, or something like that, it can be very difficult to forgive that individual. And so... Uh, you know, if you're in a situation where you're not have you you don't have any of those grudges, uh, and you feel that way, then obviously remember this this lesson, and I will try and remember it myself with you, because I know that there will there will probably come a time where I am required to truly forgive someone for something that they have done that has caused a massive problem with my, with with me or for or for my family, uh, and I think that's probably as well the difficulty is if it's happened to our family that's probably when I'll be less forgiving. Not because it's happened to me, but because it's impacted on people that I love dearly. But even then, we have to learn to forgive those people. And that, there are many instances in general conference talks where we learn about individuals that have done that. There was one, I think not in the last conference, I should have looked this up, but it's just come to my mind. Uh, in the previous general conference to that, I think, there was a, a, a 70 who talked about how 
he was um, uh, called to be a state president and he was required to call a councillor and this man's name came to his mind. But this man had basically caused him to lose his job and lose his livelihood previous many, many years ago. And so he had to learn to be humble and forgive that man. And he did, and they and they became good friends, and they served together, and they were and they had a wonderful relationship after that. Um, obviously, that's a good success story, and one that we can learn from. Uh, but I do, yeah. I hope that you've learned something from this study session. If you are an individual that has still got, you know, a a feeling against someone else that you've not yet forgiven them for something, I'd encourage you to to go to Heavenly Father and work that out, because, well, as it says in the scriptures, in Doctrine and Covenants sixty four nine to eleven. It is the greatest sin not to forgive. Uh, and it might be a difficult thing. To, it will be a difficult thing to do, but it is well worth doing. The peace that comes as you forgive that person and, you know, you move forward and that trial is past is joyful, just as the joy we feel when we are forgiven for what we've done. Uh, hope that uh, anything that has touched your heart or led you to write something down or to remember something for the future when things do happen. Uh, if there's something that you've uh, been studying, I'd love to hear from you at mattsroberts 90 on Twitter or uh, email at uh, ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again, 